Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley. I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Yeah, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Do you need money? No. I, yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, you? oh, she does. Sorry, she does. Oh, 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 sure. Here's here's a stack of illicit $1,000 bills. Thank you so much. All right, now, if you excuse me, I'm going to walk away without moving my arms. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> I really just had a buffet of options for the intro on this you one. You did. A lot, of, a lot of capital G guys in this yeah, episode. so many guys! <laughs> yeah, this is a guy-heavy episode. It's just a buffet. Just. I'm, I'm less into the guys than Molly is. I'm just pretty like into in these general guys. Sense. Yeah, oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, and Both I don't of mean you that are, in, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even mean that in a romantic way oh, or a sure. sexual way. I'm just saying that you enjoy media where it's just a bunch of the guys. <laughs> I love when there's a guy. There's just a lot of yeah. guys being dudes this time. Yeah. That Okay, Luke, that whole gang is dudes rock. Yeah, I agree. That, <laughs> see, you know, that's of, a good example I, is what I'm saying. Yeah, My definition of dudes rock is simply broader and encompassing more forms of rock and dudes than yours. That's all. Yeah, I just like to exclude people. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing this week? Uh, God, so I finished Skyward Sword last week, and then I had a beat, and then I uninstalled it, and then as I was yeah. uninstalling it, you know, I've got my Switch games pulled up, and I'm in the the Legend of Zelda, and I just kind of tabbed over and opened Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't really need to get into. What was that about... noise, Ashley? That was her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not really much we haven't said about that game at this point. I'll say, yeah, obviously it got a lot of problems, but I think you can really feel that there was at least one really cool person that worked on it. (laughs) All throughout, there's just an energy of like, you know, I think this actually might be a dog shit game, save for the brave efforts of a single QA tester. That's my opinion on Breath of the Wild at this point. Who who, who could say? Who could say? (laughs) I haven't even gotten to the stuff you worked on. Yeah, but all the same, somehow <laughs> you just feel it. It it permeates the world. Yeah, yeah. I I retroactively <laughs> right. Uh, uh, you went back. You fixed all their fucking problems. Not all of them. I mean, listen, there were so many you couldn't get to all of them. You're one person. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm having a good time running around in empty fields and catching <laughs> horses. I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have I done? Me and Chelsea watched a little bit of cinema. We, for like three years now, we've been saying, okay, when October rolls around, we should watch some scary movies, especially because, like, Chelsea hasn't seen a lot of horror movies because they're usually not her speed. Uh, so we're like, okay, all right, we've, we haven't done that, 
two years in a row. This time we're doing it. We're making Did it, it work. Happen. What scary movie are we watching? And uh, we we watched The Shining. Uh, and I movie. I do recall seeing on Twitter that Chelsea said this movie is dog shit. Yeah, she didn't care for it. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. fair. I, I haven't seen it, so she was mostly just bored. Yeah. She's just like I I know this is going to end with him attacking his family with an axe. Can we get to it already? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had a fine time. <laughs> A fine film, <laughs> you a, would say? I would say visually it's a fine film. Um, Great, I love that for you. Yeah, yeah, you know. I dec- was wondering why you guys watched The Shining. Well, yeah, it was just... I guess that explains it. Listen, if you've seen no scary movies, okay, all scary movies, and we don't really want to watch a slasher movie. I don't know, that one's a classic, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um. What else have I been doing? I, uh, I downloaded... A game I had been hearing about called Slice and Dice on my phone. People do be talking about Slice and Dice. That game's dangerous. That game that game will make an hour go away instantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. It is like, um, it's kind of like a roguelite kind of thing. Um, you have a party of like five D&D-ish adventure, adventurers or whatever. And it's almost like a mix of like a really basic like RPG combat and Yahtzee. So, like, each character has a die, and, like, the character class is mostly defined by, like, what's on the sides of their die. And, um, so, like, you know, your fighter will have, like, one sword hit that does two damage, two that do one, and then, like, two shields, and then, like, a blank side. Or whatever. And it's like that for all five of them. And you roll them, and then you can pick as many as you want to set aside, and you can do a re-roll of the rest, and then you can do that one more time. And then you have to take your turn, and you know in advance what attacks the enemies are going to do, so you need to, like, distribute your healing and your shielding around so that your guys aren't getting fucked up, uh, but you also obviously need to be outputting damage. And, this sounds uh, kind of like a, a multi-guy Slay the Spire type situation. It's It's got more than zero in common with Slay the Spire. It's I would say the strategy is a little... Um, like, you, you're much narrower in the choices you can make in this, yeah. because you're not, like, building a whole deck. Um, but then, like, every other fight, one of your guys levels up. It'll be like, okay, your healer and your tank are leveling up. One of them can level up this time, and they're gonna level up kind of randomly into, like, a different class that kind of fills a similar niche. What, what do you want? Like, we'll turn your healer into a vampire, or we can turn your tank into a statue. Alright. The statue is very funny to me because it has 20 HP, which is, like, gigantic. It, like, blows every other class out of the water by nearly double. Uh, but also, it can do nothing. It has... Yeah, that makes sense. Every face of the die is blank, except you can get items that add moves onto dice. Oh. Uh, so if you... And also, you know, it's just a damage sponge for everyone else, so... Yeah, I, real risk-reward type. I have not had a run where I've made the statue work yet. I haven't gotten the right combo of items. I've seen items where I'm like, fuck, that would work really good if I had the statue right now. And it just hasn't lined up right. But I do pick it every time, because one of these days, it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be very thrilled. I'm Yeah, absolutely. I, Happy for you. Yeah. I finished a run of it, uh, for the first time earlier today, and then, like, I was like, okay, that was normal mode. 
Let's, let's see how much harder hard mode gets here. What, what do you do for hard mode? Okay, the first fight has guys from the final area of the game. Cool, cool. Oh, that seems hard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, guys that do five damage to you if you attack them with anything, and that, at the beginning of the game, that is sufficient to kill almost all of your characters. Hmm. Uh, and also, you have to pick, like, a curse, to, uh, just a permanent nerf that you have to deal with the entire time on top of that. Well, that doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, they really just throw you in the deep end when you pick that hard mode button. Um, yeah, it does say hard mode. It does, hey. <laughs> they didn't lie. But yeah, it's cool. It's got, like, a free demo that you can play up to, like, level... Like, you can do, like, t- a 12-fight run on it, and then, like, you unlock the full game for, I think, 7 bucks, and that that gets you, like, the full, like, 20-fight run, and it unlocks yeah. more classes and stuff. It's a cool game. I recommend it. So it's a good... If you're bored and you got your phone out, real good way to use that time up. Thanks. I have my other much more expensive game I play, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair. (laughs) Uh, You got anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. uh, Ashley, you've been doing. I have uh, been, one, depressed. Two. Okay. Okay. I also uh, have just been kind of going through some old games. I ended up, uh, well, I've been playing some Splatoon 3, trying to, like, see if that one clicks with me. Yeah. Uh, And it kind of has and kind of hasn't. Like, I I guess I'm just not as into it as some other people are. Sure. Uh. I, I did my I had a whole thing on Twitter where I was like I, I th- and we've talked about it here yeah uh, I think that the the new uh, idol group is not good they're, I think they yeah, are I, they're better than my initial impression but they're still no fucking Pearl and Marina yeah I, I think they've kind of like from playing the single player they like had a wrinkle that was like oh that could be interesting and then they kind of did nothing with it right the wrinkle of them being like bandits is fun but yeah they don't reference that at all in the like main game yeah uh so it kind of like left it at like a like negative for me yeah yeah of like oh you did have ideas you just don't do anything with them right uh and yeah, it just kind of made me, uh, like, be like, all right, I, these guys aren't good. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're very bland, other than Big Man, and Big Man's not, he's just a, Big, he's a thin he, wafer. Yeah, he is a, a a funny joke, but he is a joke. Well, and, like, he's got a little bit of characterization that he's just kind of, like, sort of their, he's their dad, basically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the two, like, I don't even remember their fucking names, they're just nothing. Shiver and uh, Timbers? Oh, that'd be think... so much better, Shiver and Timbers. <laughs> I think it is Fry. Yeah. I I, rec- I remember Shim- uh, Shiver because people are constantly like, but they're non-binary. But, and I'm nine, like, they're but not. non-binary, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like, like, the I'm very first thing th- announcing them used a they in there and like, oh! No, guys. It's Nintendo. But they, you don't choose your gender, you just choose what style you want to be. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I, I am only going to get more annoying about this. <laughs> right, now, now you're unbound. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, the limiter's been removed. Fun. I still have fun. I, you know, have 
done some uh, some games. I did some salmon runs. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, decided that I was going to check out uh, or play Hades again. Sure. <laughs> and I just think that's a that's a, just a fun game. It's a yeah. good. Hot take, but hey. <laughs> Some it's might say time. it's the best game that came out in 2020. Some might say that. Some might say that. They're wrong, because Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 came out in 2020. So. Oh, right. I forgot you're an insane person. Yeah. <laughs> How did you forget that? I don't know. I demonstrate it on a, like, minutely basis. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Yeah, uh... Other than that, I rewatched the Blues Brothers. I really like the Blues Brothers movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like one of my fave movies of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is like maybe not like the best movie. No, and, sure. You know, but I just have like. The, every line and movement like scanned into my brain. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, that. Yeah. I can just like. Well. Yeah. And of course. You know. Then he does many of the moocher. And then they do tweet home. You know. Right. <laughs> like da 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 da. Um. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, and then also I watched a movie called Claudine. Okay. Which was a lot of fun. Uh. That's both a, like, nice rom-com with, like, 35-plus-year-olds. Oh, okay. That's just, cool. you know, yeah. a new, like, a nice thing. Uh, one of them being uh, James Earl Jones, uh, who I was like, oh, it's young James Earl Jones, which, which he is 41 in this. Oh. oh. <laughs> young, young for James Earl Jones. That's true. Yeah, uh... And also a like blistering indictment of like well the welfare situation, because <laughs> uh, it's this like rom com, but they can't announce that they're officially going out together because then she'll lose her welfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah a whole thing. And then I forgot if I talked about the Incredible Shrinking Man last time. I don't think you did. I, I don't watched think the Incredible Shrinking Man. Was it it that guy gets up. small. He does get small. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Luke has not seen I've it, which surprises me. <laughs> yeah, that's an off-brand move. I think you would like it, and yeah. not just because of the reasons, right? Right. <laughs> uh, you know that are tied within the origins of this podcast. Sure, sure. Uh, I. Uh, it's got some really great set, you know, that they build. Yeah. Uh, and it gets weirdly heady. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, in a way that I kind of did not expect from a, like, 1950s science fiction movie. Yeah, the only thing I know about that movie, yeah, I know the plot stuff, but, like, production-wise, like, when he's tiny, they, like, had to have the effect of, like, giant water droplets which they made by filling up condoms with water, kind of like water balloons. Yeah. Uh, but that meant they were ordering, like, you know, thousands of condoms to their set, which had everybody uh, very suspicious about what they were fucking doing on that movie set. <laughs> Can't even use that many condoms. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
it's nobody's like when the fucking guys that ordered much. like three tubs of lube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I watched Cleopatra Jones, classic, you know, black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who is not me and has re- more research on this should write up a thing about the differences between LA and New York uh, black exploitation movies. Because mm-hmm. I think there's something there. Sure. Uh, such as the fact that I did not expect that Cleopatra Jones in this is a fed. Oh, huh. Yeah. Hmm. Which is very, un- like, unlike Shaft, which in the original Shaft, he's just a private detective. He's Shaft. He's the private dick who got all the... <laughs> Shaft uh, is his name and it's chicks. his game. It's, yes, it is. It so is, is the thing. <laughs> uh, but that does have... Uh, Classical actress Shelley Winters playing a character called Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it just announces in the opening credits Shelley Winters is Mommy. <laughs> you can just kind of uh, do anything in movies at one time. Yeah. Uh, she plays a female mafia boss who is also an evil lesbian. Okay. Great. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for her. Anyway, that's me. Uh, okay. I, um, I'm gaming. You, yeah. You may know this about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I finished Dead Space 2, and we're recording this the day, the day before I leave for my vacation. Um, so I, on Sunday night, was sitting here like, I need something that I can use to just kind of burn four days. Right. Uh, so I downloaded Rage 2 on Xbox's Game Pass. That is true. You did that. That, that is, yeah, uh, <laughs> a uh, thing just to waste time. Yeah. Uh, so Pris recently had uh, joined the Mad Max Club, right. uh, which is to say she bought Mad Max and was playing it uh, because <laughs> Ashley likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this is like the same kind of deal, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. You're in the desert, you got a car, you drive around, you shoot guys, and punch them. That sounds like a video game to me. It's a video game, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this is in first person rather than third person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that's weird about it, it's like it's an uh, Avalanche Studios and id Software collab. Right. Uh, so it does kind of feel Doom-ish, and also it's a big open world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... If you like moving around in that sense, and it feels like you just have the Doom UI on your screen, you know, you, sure. could, you could do worse. Yeah. Uh, and the shotgun fucks, so... Okay, like, well, I mean, yeah. that's... Always always an important part. Yeah. It's a very important part, and it, I, I, it does I will fuck. admit that as a uh, Mad Max enjoyer, I definitely have, like, looked at Rage 2 sometimes, like, maybe... <laughs> You could. I mean, if you're not doing anything else, I mean, fuck it, right? Like, Listen, it's yeah. it's free. The path from here to a gr- from the path from here to the grave is a long and winding one. Sometimes filled with <laughs> idle hours. Then <laughs> they gotta be filled somehow. Listen, I'm applying for a lot of jobs, not working a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's perfectly fun. Uh, it contains the first negative depiction of fake Elon Musk I've seen in a game like this. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, he's just kind of a dickhead who turned himself into a computer to live forever, but the world ended, so he's just underground, and he's an idiot. Right. 
and um it's yeah it i was just like oh okay you guys don't like him all right sure sure yeah yeah take what i can fucking get at this point yeah, it was the first, like, time where I was like, oh, like, you're not treating him with, like, deep honor and respect. That's strange. Right. Uh, so, you know, there's that, I guess. Not that that's a huge point in their favor, but it was surprising. No, but this is apparently where the bar is, for some yeah, that's, reason. that's the bar. <laughs> um, otherwise, I've mostly just been working uh, and uh, watching Jujutsu Kaisen. That's for, true. We did watch the that. other podcast we do. Yeah. Pretty good anime. Pretty good anime. I should just watch the last two episodes of that, because I can now. Right. uh, And just be free. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to just wait until we schedule the next one to finish that show. That's true. Good point. What's the other thing? I feel like there's at least one more thing. Oh, I bought a Steam Deck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I haven't messed around with it very... It came in today, so I haven't messed around with it very much, so maybe I'll talk about that next time we record a podcast uh, in, like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'll have things to say about it. All right. Because uh, I wanted a new toy, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah, so Molly deserved a treat. I get it. It's, Mo- it's yeah. Molly's birthday. Molly deserves yeah. birthday present. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it'll have gone by when this comes out. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you Twin missed Peaks? your chance, listeners. Yeah, listeners. That's not true. You can still do whatever you want. You can wish me a happy birthday. I don't care. You can buy me presents all year round. You could do that anytime. <laughs> On any occasion. <sighs> Twin Peaks! Twin Peaks! Twin Peaks. We watched Twin Peaks. It's a show. Was it? It's a show it, that we watched. That's a TV show. Uh, we watched Twin Peaks Season 3, Episode 13, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Return, Part 13, a.k.a. Twin Peaks A Limited Event Series, Part 13, a.k.a. What story is that, Charlie? I was like, who the fuck is Charlie? Because I forgot from last week. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I remembered. Yeah. I was like, this Charlie motherfucker, I'll kill him. <laughs> we open on the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this whole setup? <laughs> oh my god, the- are the dudes rocking? <laughs> We're at Lucky 7 Insurance in the morning. And uh, <laughs> the soundtrack is like... This weird song just made out of, like, slot machine noises as mm-hmm. the Mitchum brothers, Dougie, and the three, uh, you know, showgirls all come in in a conga line holding presents. <laughs> Dougie just has a bunch of, like, cartoon lipstick marks all over his face. Yeah, yes. all of them do, but it it makes it extra funny with Dougie. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Anthony, the shithead insurance guy, is just watching them from his office, freaking the fuck out that this happened. They were supposed to kill him! What happened? They were supposed to kill him! How could this have gone this badly for me? How could you have fucked it up with my sworn enemy, the Mitchum Brothers? As you know, Anthony, the Mitchum Brothers are my sworn enemy who we bamboozled out of millions! (laughs) I I thought I told them that they have a enemy in Douglas Jones. It seems like they have a friend in Douglas Jones. Oh, dang it! (laughs) Oh, fuck, it went the wrong way! And he's, like, hiding behind his desk from them. Yeah, like, he's hiding under his desk. Yeah, as he, like, grabs the phone to call Mr. Todd to admit that he's failed. Uh, Uh, But first, they have given gifts to Bush now. They've come to give some (laughs) gifts to their insurance agent uh, for paying out the legitimate insurance claim Uh, that they filed. A mistake has been made. Right, a wrong has been righted. Yes. So they bought him a bunch of Cuban cigars, some monogrammed diamond cufflinks, and a new car. And a new car! And a new car! 
a new car that matches the new car they also bought Dougie. Yes. Incredible. <sighs> uh, and then there is, like, that one bit where, like, they're like, oh, Dougie, you should, uh, uh, you know, wipe those uh, lipsticks before your wife sees them. Yeah. The, Why? <laughs> Why? And everyone just laughs, laughs like, oh, yeah. This episode's got a lot of the, like, oh, you can kind of interpret Dougie saying something different than what he's trying to say. Like, what wife? Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, yes. Just but, A plus uh, C, no notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like, you know, like Candy, like she takes a really long time with that last <laughs> gift. Well, with the tiny gift. Yeah. The other two yeah. are the same size. And the keys to your new BMW convertible. She just says new car. Uh, oh, one of the Mitchell sorry. brothers go, it's a BMW convertible. <laughs> to match right. Dougie's. To match of course. Dougie's. And then, yeah, Anthony calls up Duncan Todd. He's like, well, Anthony, you know what this means, right? Now you have to murder him. I'm giving you one day. Oh, you said I had, but, uh, you said I had three more. One, one day. One day. Anthony has a busy day. <laughs> he's he's going to have a very busy day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that all of the Anthony scenes must take place over a single day. Uh, over at this, this yeah. episode had me say this is the same day like six different times. Oh, time makes no fucking stuff. sense in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I kind of brought up the timeline being weird a couple episodes ago. This one really just this is not the same day they opened the Briggs thing. Yeah, this cannot be the no. same. Day. We've seen it's multiple nighttime possible. scenes in Twin Peaks since then. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, over at Dougie's house, a bunch of guys in silver Mustang casino jumpsuits are here to drop off <laughs> Dougie's new car and also set it's... up a gym set for Sunny Jim. Now, I will say, this was not the gym set I was expecting. No? What were you thinking? No, I was thinking, you know, he was going to get him, like, weights or something. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't Jungle... make any sense, but I was like, sure, I don't know what kind of fucked up. Like, mafia thing that they would yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know what kind of weird orphanage they were from. <laughs> You're imagining just an old-timey fucking, like, rocky-ass gym in their orphanage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, jungle gym. Yeah, it's like a big jungle that gym. That makes way more sense. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Janie E goes from, like, having no idea what the fuck's going on, just being like, oh my god, I, oh, hey now. Hey now, this oh, is all new, right. Oh, a new car? Oh, oh a new car in my driveway? After I've complained about how awful our fucking cars are? For multiple and, episodes? And she's like, and the car? And they're like, oh yeah, that's the Mitchum Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchum Brothers. They put a big fucking the dumb corny bow on the car. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and yeah, it goes all the way around. And uh, I just have one kind of experience with something like that where my parents uh, tied some stuff to the top of our car. Uh-huh. And then my dad went to open the door. Oh no! Oh, no no! And he had, yeah, uh, yeah, and if and then it immediately started raining, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and he was just like, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> no, no good. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you want me to do, Audrey? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we, yeah, from them getting the gym set out, we smash cut to that night where Sonny Jim's playing with his new gym set in a weird, not quite a nightmare, but what, not what I would call a good dream. 
Why was this lit up? It's, Why is this? They've got like light tubing all around it, like Christmas lights. Yeah, and then like an arc. Yeah, then a like, big arch, the f- and there's just a spotlight sweeping back and forth over it as he just, like, expressionlessly, wordlessly goes back and forth through all the little features of the gym set. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, like, no. I thought this was really funny. And, like, classical no, piano music is playing over it. but... <laughs> I'm saying this in the positive, but yeah. what, <laughs> the, what fuck? the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sonny Jim's a weird kid. <laughs> he was a weird kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Janie and Dougie are just watching from the door like, oh, look at him. He's so happy. Yeah. And then the it's very cute when uh, Janie does say, like, I love you so much. And then he mouths back so much. It's like, oh, yeah. It's sweet. Can't wait for this to go bad. No, how could it? Yeah, no. Seems to be like everything especially always goes right that, for Dougie. Yeah, especially when she learns that the man that uh, she has been you know, with the last few days, weeks, months uh, Question mark? is not. Yeah, it's is, not a real man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure this is her husband, Dougie Jones, who's been here forever. I mean, he got in a car accident back in 1997. He's been a little weird ever since then. But otherwise... Yeah, and there's no record of him before then. (laughs) Well, he's maybe in witness protection or something. I figure we'll find that out near the end, why that happened. But, uh, you know, he's just a normal guy. Yep. Just a regular insurance salesman for the mob. What if they never... (laughs) It would be so fucking weird uh, if they never, like, had Cooper come out of the Black Lodge... Oh, and it was but just all about kept, Dougie? <laughs> like, the actual but Dougie? Still cut, like, but he still acted like this and, like, got really into coffee and, like, cherry pie. And people would be like, like, what? Like, <laughs> what is your deal, man? Is that is that Cooper, then? <laughs> I feel like by this point in the show, a lot of people were like, oh, they're just not giving us Cooper back, are they? We've just, it's just Dougie for the rest of this, huh? <laughs> like, people yeah. moving on from, like, bargaining to acceptance with Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it'd be worse. No. <laughs> Listen, I love Dougie, so. And besides, a- former FBI agent Dale Cooper is right here pulling into this creepy parking garage. So true. <laughs> uh, as he's being monitored on a giant television by this fucking gang. Why is this TV so huge? <laughs> Chris was losing it over the screen. What the fuck is this whole thing? It's like not quite Jumbotron <laughs> size, but almost. <laughs> it's it. I think it's a projector screen. Probably. It's it's definitely what a uh, independent wrestling company would use as their Jumbotron. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like it is. I, I like for a second I thought they were looking through a like a floor to ceiling window. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I no, it's not a projector screen because they like you can see the pixels of the I guess TV. it's got buttons on the side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. I also I love it, but Yeah, quick shout out to every screen on this show just being a really lazy green screen effect where they just kind of squash <laughs> the frame into the right shape to fit the frame of it. It's the best. It's so God bless. Nothing better. They will do 0% more work to convey the intent of a special effect than they need. Like, I think that's what we should really... Screen. They just don't make them like they used to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Back in 2017. Mm-hmm. This is the cinema <laughs> to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Ray is here, and he's with this new gang of fellas. 
And he's like, or oh. his old gang, or his maybe. <laughs> they seem like his guys. He's well, the, yeah. Reg- they're certainly his guys now. Either they're yeah, his old guys, or he's lost uh, arm wrestling, and now he's just works. And now for he's them. trapped here. Yeah, he can never leave. Yeah. Because yes, uh, his boss lets Mister C in, and ex- they explain the rules to him of this place. Yeah, he goes up the freight elevator, which it does say no personnel. No. So no, 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 mm, no, that's no, how you no. Know, can't do no that. No passengers. Come that's on. that's your first clue in this show that Mister C is a bad guy. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, the like right hand man here explains that the way this gang works is that anybody that comes into this building has to arm wrestle their boss, who's like a real tall, like, jack dude. And if you lose, you have to work for him. You can turn around and leave now, but if you stay, you have to wrestle him. The second-in-command is named Muddy, which I love. I love that for him. (laughs) I forgot what the main guy is. I also don't remember the, the leader's name. Uh, Not gonna matter for long. No, but. no. Uh, but both me and Molly had kind of the same reaction as soon as this challenge was laid down, which is that dude's losing an arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one arm less. Uh huh. Uh huh. Unfortunately, he ends up being a whole body less, but that's you know it's a different <laughs> kind of right <laughs> existential. He ends up being more of a faceless. <laughs> I mean, you do hear a lot of gross, like, arm snapping sounds. Like you- That's why I don't like arm wrestling, because yeah. I just always imagine that happens. That's mm. just scary. Yeah, yeah. It seems gross. Seems like a bad thing to happen to your arm. Right. Uh, Mr. C asks what happens if he wins the arm wrestling competition. They're like, they all laugh at him, because uh, look at all the men in here. Think about how many guys he's beat at arm wrestling. You can't win. You can't win. But if you do, then I guess you'd be our new boss. I, I, it's so funny that Ray thinks this is going to work out for him. Right? <laughs> Ray has just shot this man like three times and saw some weird supernatural shit. Well, Ray's initial, like, yeah. Ray's initial plan was I didn't let, I, didn't, I only gave him the code to get through the garage door, not up here. So he's trapped in the garage and we can just kill him. And his boss is like, no, 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 no. I want to have some fun with him first. No, we're men of honor, okay? And I think Ray's slightly already like, God damn it, fuck shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking screwed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mr. C is just fully like, what the fuck are you people doing? <laughs> is this kindergarten? Is this? <laughs> nursery school? Is this nursery school? All right, fine. Did, yeah, I, let's do it. Kyle McLaughlin is so good. <laughs> Absolutely. This, this is some great Mr. C content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go into another room, just a big empty room with just a table and two chairs that they sit down at. Uh, the leader, like, guy punches him on the way in. Yeah, that was from the nursery school teacher. <laughs> and like, Mr. Okay. C's just like, all right, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Twin Peaks Wiki? Why do you have a, an entry for the actor that plays Muddy and not for Muddy himself? Bro. What are you doing? I was trying to find the leader's name by looking up Muddy. This is all very the, the, the Twin Peaks Wiki just seems like... It's a fucking weird place. Yeah. That, you know, fit. <laughs> sure, you know, hey, fair. Uh, oh, Ray. No, Ray's the R guy. Fuck. What's this yeah. idiot's name? God damn it. I think yeah. it's another R name, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, Renzo. Renzo, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that was important. Uh, so Renzo and Mr. C sit down, and, you know, everyone's crowding around. They're They're all excited to see their boss fuck up a new guy. Uh, Muddy kind of gives the rules. You know, your other arm can't touch the table. 
both elbows on the table, ready, go! And they start struggling, and, you know, it looks like Renzo's winning. He's slowly pushing Mr. C's, da- yeah, Mr. C's hand down. Yeah. But then Mr. C just yells, starting positions, and pushes him back up. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. And Ray's, like, Uh-oh. tries to run away, and the guys all grab him. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ray's like, all right, no, 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 no. And then I, Ray's like, oh, I need to kill him in the middle of this thing. And he's like, Ray, I swear to God. Yeah. I'm doing my honorable combat with him. Yeah, Renzo is still fully in it. Like, yeah. But at this point, Mr. C is just fucking playing with him. He's like, oh, no, oh, hold on. It, it hurt my arm when you had it down here. And he lets him lower it further. But it really yeah. hurt my arm when it was down here. Uh, like It almost seems like he himself is the one, like, yeah, I think pulling he's pulling him, him down. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he just flips it over to like almost beating Renzo. Do you see? Do you see how much it hurts when your arm's like that? Yeah, and, and you get a bunch of really just horrible noises. Yeah, just like bone cracking sounds. Uh, has has? I'm not gonna ask Luke. Have you seen the movie Over the Top? I have not. I don't think. It is a, a Sylvester Stallone '80s movie about arm wrestling. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> About competitive arm wrestling. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. That does sound like a movie Sylvester Stallone would make. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, Mr. C just pulls the, his arm back up and then slams him on the table and punches him in the face so hard that his face caves in. <laughs> caves in? <laughs> this is... <laughs> the way his face caves in is he doesn't get, like, a hollow face. His face is just kind of gone, and there's yes. blood there now. <laughs> yeah. If not for the blood, it would look cartoonish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it looks rules. like what happens when you punch Elmer Fudd in the face. Right. <laughs> yes. 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 So yes, yes, good. yes. <laughs> I. This is this is the the most Twin Peaks thing that's happened this season to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This whole scene is just incredibly Twin Peaks. That's a fucking hat. There'd be some arm wrestling guy in season two that Nadine does yeah. this to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone just immediately like, well, oh, oh gosh, boss. Well, what do you, what should we do now, boss? <laughs> Mr. C. He's like, he's like I, he, I told you I didn't want to be your boss. All right. First of all, but yeah, yeah, give like, me your yeah, phones. Like, yeah. Give me some cell phones. He everyone just says, like, I phones. need some cell phones. And everyone just like reaches into their pockets and here just give them yeah. this. Now, me and Ray gonna are going to get no gonna... signal up here, boss. <laughs> That's fine. Me and Ray are going to need some privacy. And they all just start filtering out of the room. These are all like uh, so, stri- these are all streets of rage villains, except for one <laughs> dude in like a cardigan and a tie. Yeah, so I was like, "Wait, what's up with the suit, dude?" And then you know the the previous scene happens. Yeah, yeah. You kind of see him like on like the edges uh-huh. and like the previous scene, and I'm like, and then this scene happens, and it's revealed that he is the coolest dude among them. <laughs> everybody leaves except him. Uh, Cooper shoots Ray in the leg to stop him from running, and he looks over, and that guy's still just standing there in the corner and goes, do you need any money? <laughs> it's so good! And, Co- and Mr. C's just like, N- no. And the guy just, like, nods and, like, walks off. <laughs> he walks over again without swinging his arms. He's just kind of like, it's, it's so good. It's such a fucking it's power so move. It's so weird. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, that guy good guy yeah the, the guy count in this episode again off the charts <laughs> between renzo off. muddy and this guy we've got so many guys in this scene alone yeah ashley you've linked to some 
official merchandise from the movie over the top of like a little toy arm wrestling game yes, or something. Yes. Oh, right. this looks like hell. <laughs> they, they 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 sold a lot of action figures. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't um, you? For this uh, movie where people arm wrestle. Uh-huh. Why does everybody in the 80s look so gay? <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's really a thing, especially in like 80s horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like there's uh, in Sleepaway Camp, everyone has like short short jean shorts. Yeah. And like crop tops. And they look like the gayest people imaginable. Well, in this in this image of the action figures you sent us, I thought Iceman was wearing a crop top because the belt kind of blends. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, the, it, I just thought that looked incredibly gay. That's all. <laughs> and, the, and then obviously the other blonde guy on the left there. Right. Yes. This is just a very homosexual image. Anyway. Well, you know, men uh, create... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, now Cooper and Ray are finally alone. Uh, and, you know, Ray's been shot. And Cooper just asks him, you know, hey, who hired you to kill me? And he reveals that it was Philip Jeffries, which we knew, but Cooper didn't. Cooper did not. He was like, wait a fucking minute. Wait, what? What? That's my man's. And Ray's like, well, I mean, I, I don't know him. I, I, I never met him. That's what he called himself. I don't know. And then... Uh, I was supposed to kill you and put this ring on your finger. I forgot. Fuck. That's why that happened. Shit. I forgot about the ring part. Yeah. yeah oh, be. Oh, jeez. Ray, you had one job to do. You had one fucking job, Ray. Quit staring aghast at the little forest gremlins and put the fucking ring on him. If you had I just mean, gotten get in there it. and put the ring on him, you would have won. Yeah. You should have followed what Beyonce said. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because Ray. What if you had- put that on in the car? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just like the song. <laughs> One of the Roadhouse performances just is Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Ray has like the. We're proud to present to the to the Roadhouse the Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> the Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> Ray has the firewalk with me ring. I finally got it out. <laughs> he has the firewalk with me ring. Yeah, uh, and he says that, you know, a guard at the prison gave it to him. He'd never, well, he was dressed like a guard, but he'd never seen him before. Uh, yeah, he'd never, yeah, seen, never seen, him seen him before. Yeah. So some kind of mysterious guy, I guess connected to Philip Jeffries, gave me this ring. I'm supposed to put it on you. And uh, he also reveals yeah. he has the coordinates, but like, it's like, idiot, why would I tell you? And how would you trust what I gave you? Like, yeah. why are we still talking about that? Anyway, here's the coordinates. Here's yeah. the coordinates. And, and Mr. C's like, well, I will trust this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got nothing better to do with my time, so. Yep. Uh, and then he makes Ray put the firewalk with me ring on and asks him, where's Philip Jeffries? And uh, Ray tells him, he's, he's at some place called the Dutchman's, but it's a fake place. It doesn't really exist. And then he gets shot in the head. I know what it is, Ray. Yeah, I know where that is. No, don't worry. Yeah, so I got sick! It. And then because he's yeah. wearing the firewalk cool, with the cool, ring, cool, cool, he gets cool. teleported to the Black Lodge when he dies, or his soul does, at least. Yeah, and then uh, Mike is like, oh, jeez. Ah, fuck. This fucking fuck. ring keeps getting out of here. Keeps getting it, it keeps popping back in here without the right guy! Yeah! 
Uh, also, all of the gang members are watching this scene on the Jumbotron, but, like, they're not watching security <laughs> camera footage because it's cutting to no. different shots. It's yeah, so it's good. That's always my favorite thing on, like, a movie or TV show when they edit the security footage like it's just a movie. And Richard's here. Yes, we find out that Richard Horn also escaped to this place. He's like, wait, that's my weird dad. Yeah. Wait a fucking minute. I like that this is just a wayward home for lost crime boys. <laughs> is this the, this is the farm, Richard. right? This is not the farm. No, I believe yeah. the farm was where Chantal was. I think the, the farm was the, the farm guy. they went to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, like, that because, like, they put, like, emphasis on... You know, I guess it's capital possible. T, sure. Capital F. That it was like something that wasn't just a farm. Sure. No, that's fair. Um, because they do also act like they've already talked about this place, even though it's the first place, first time we've heard about it at all. Yeah. Um, doesn't doesn't really matter. Doesn't really. Matter. Yeah, not really. Anyway, yeah, that's a uh, that's a series wrap on Ray. Survived a lot longer than I thought he Golly, was gonna. He got really no, far. Yeah, in. like ended up being a, a more important character than I ever thought he He's would. In the first episode, he made it a whole thirteen. Yeah, that's true. Better than a lot of folks on this show can say. Yeah. Um, but does Ray's body disappear? I don't think so. Yeah. I think you see like the body. Still I know on the, the TV. ring popped in. Okay. I, I thought yeah, at okay, some point yeah. the body disappeared. Yeah, I think sick. just the ring disappears off the body and, like, the dead body appears in the lodge. Um, yeah. Ray's not as cool as Laura Palmer, so he doesn't get to be alive. When his soul gets teleported to the Black Lodge, he's still shot in the head. Well, Laura, Laura Palmer cool. didn't get shot in the head. That's yeah. You know, that's true. <laughs> I think that also helped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in Las Vegas, the Fusco brothers are just sitting around uh, talking to their mom on the phone. Trying no, you, to help her get around. Yeah, you pass two blocks. Two blocks that way. Okay, you pass. Just do Just do a U-turn, mom. Okay. All right. You can't, just just drive around the block then. Okay. All right. Love you too. Bye. She wants us to come to Sunday dinner if there's no murders. <laughs> like that'll happen. Ah. <laughs> and then the uh. other Fusco brother. Fucking <laughs> there's like a cop fighting a woman in the other room that he's just. <laughs> That's really. She keeps pissing on the floor. Oh, shit in your mouth. Stop (laughs) pissing. You can't piss in here. It's it's obviously a very bad thing happening, but it's very funny to hear. Right. Uh, But the other Fusco brother comes in with the results back from, uh, you know, the FBI or whatever, whoever he talked to. Turns out Uh, Douglas Jones is a long lost FBI agent. And also, he escaped from prison two weeks, like two days oh, ago. Oh, thank God. We finally, oh, we have a line straight from the FBI to Cooper. They're going to come save him and everything's going to be okay. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, no. They oh, think we're throwing it, oh, the paper they, away. It's very funny. Oh, they're, oh no. <laughs> they're all just, That's obviously some bullshit. This is obviously fake. Let me crumple this up and throw it away. I mean. For a dollar, you know, dollar? The FBI is going to hear that they pulled these fingerprints and be like, well, why did they pull that to Las Vegas? It's, it's very simple. They, they do know they need to be asking about Las Vegas. That's true. That's yeah. true. We could still get them there. It's just, it is a real, just like a heartbreak moment. Like, wait, no, you got it. You got me, David. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm always like, all right, no, the, these guys are not ever going to help us. Right. <laughs> uh, Three-headed me, detective. Yeah, Anthony comes by looking for a different detective. 
who we'll find out later is a crooked cop working for Duncan Todd. But well, we find out right now. Well, yes, that's true. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, then he comes out to talk to him outside. And he's like, um, do, you, do you know where I can buy um, um, poison? Do you know where I can get po- some undetectable poison? And, like, he keeps on looking over at a guy who he thinks is, like, gonna, like, uh, snitch on them. Right, yeah. <laughs> who ends up being also in on it. Yes. Uh, this is not said at any point, but every time I watch the scene, I just implicitly assume this is Anthony's very disappointed father. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the vibe he has to me. He has that vibe, but no. <laughs> no. I don't think his ages are right. Uh, but he's like, all right, yeah, fine. You fucking coward. I hate you so goddamn much. But yes. He's also a coward like four times, which is fair, but also yeah. very funny. But fine. You come back here later. I'll have some poison for you. We'll take. And, and like, yeah, he goes like, it's going to cost you. And the guy's like, listen, I'm trying to do this for our business. Like, like if this guy doesn't get poisoned, all of this falls apart. Yeah, you're right. It's still going to cost you a lot of money. It's five thousand. Thousand. <laughs> Perfect poison for a chicken shit like you. <laughs> so good. The guy was like, I don't know if he needed that last one. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed unnecessary. Uh, so yeah, they set up that deal. And like I said, yeah, then the other cop comes over and just like, what's his deal? Oh, he's going to fuck this whole thing up for us, for sure. Yeah, he's going to ruin it. <laughs> oh, he's, he's also doing crime things. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what every cop sounds in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Hutch and Chantal are just driving down the highway to their next job and just talking about Mormons because they hit Utah. They don't. They don't drink uh, Coke. <laughs> yeah, but I heard that when they get married, they can have like fifty wives. Yeah, but why are more people that? Yeah, <laughs> why well, you think Must there'd be, be the more drinking? <laughs> They're having a I'm, fine time. I'm glad that we had this little uh, road road trip check in. Yeah, yeah. They're just on a fun road trip. Good, of murder. good for them. Yeah. I'm glad they had Wendy's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll always have Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Janie pulls up in their new convertible to drop Dougie off at work. And right, Anthony kind of grabs him to. Take him aside for some coffee. Well, it it's staring at him as he right, yes. is not able to go in. He just like bumps into the. Right, he just walks into uh, the, the clear glass, glass door. door like a bird. Yeah, uh, and just like it's just so funny that like Anthony's and me like, oh no, I can't do this. <laughs> oh no, I can't kill him. He's too dumb. Anthony also just having one of like, wait, what's why is he like this? Why is this? Just one of those times yeah. someone for a moment thinks about, wait a second, there's something up here. Yeah, the, yeah and then a guide helps out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they sit down for coffee, and uh, Dougie just immediately gets up and walks in back into the coffee shop because he wants more cherry pie. Which gives Anthony the perfect opportunity to deploy the poison. Yeah, Anthony wants to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thanks for walking away, man. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, the like waitress in the uh, coffee shop tells him to go sit down. She'll bring him a piece of pie. And he comes back, and Dougie gets distracted by like the dandruff on Anthony's suit. 
and kind of just starts gently kind of poking and touching at his shoulders, kind of just giving him a shoulder rub. And yeah. Anthony just immediately folds. <laughs> He's like, oh, your coffee's getting cold. Your coffee. Oh, God! Oh. <laughs> he knows! He knows! Yeah. Like, to, to Anthony, Dougie just said the coldest shit imaginable. Yeah, <laughs> no. Your coffee. Uh, so Anthony just gets up sobbing with the poison coffee and runs into the bathroom and dumps it in the urinal and throws the mug away and just walks out <laughs> sobbing. And the guy, like, taking a piss in there is like, that bad, huh? That bad, huh? <laughs> Why does he, why the urinal? <laughs> well, you know, people are going to touch the sink. You know, you don't want to yeah. like, get poisoned. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah. Good point. And Dougie's just having his pie when he comes out. He's just having He's a fun like, time. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. I love pie. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, here's a crazy idea. What if we uh, looked at Twin Peaks this episode of Twin Peaks? What? No. I don't know. I'm having a fine time everywhere else. Yeah, frankly. <laughs> This is pretty good. Oh, man. Imagine if David Lynch just made a full-on just Las Vegas crime show. That was, like, pitched like this. Something stupid. Yeah. I would love it. Uh, But, yeah, Shelly at the diner gets a call from her daughter, Becky, who's crying because, you know, more shit with her husband. Yeah, and for, like, a second, she's, like, going to be kind of shitty about this. Yeah, because I assume she gets a call like this all the time, and, you know, nothing ever comes Uh, out of it. And she's just like, all right, well, you know, hungry customers. And then she's like, you know what? I want you to come on over, and I'll make you a nice big pie with some ice cream and a lot of whipped cream. And we'll find some time that we can sit and talk and, you know, work this out. And I, I love how she's, like, mad that that... Sounds so good. Yeah, she's like, she's like fuck. Ah, shit. Yeah, I do want that, actually. Yeah, you got me. You got me. That does sound really great. All right, Mom. I'll come and receive your love. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a sweet scene. Yeah. Uh, but we gotta get back to this Anthony shit. <laughs> <laughs> because now he's in Bushnell's office with Dougie, just confessing to everything. Is Dougie's like, just sobbing. Confess. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, Ducky. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, just like staring off into <laughs> like the middle distance. <laughs> and yeah, Anthony admits to everything, and Bush knows, like, yeah, I already knew all this shit. Dougie told me about it days ago. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like also about the crooked cops. Like that, too. Oh, jeez. Um, Bush knows, like, you know, Anthony, I, when I learned about this, I. I oh, the things I could have done to you, but now I'll spare your life if you if you agree to testify <laughs> against Duncan Todd. He's like, yeah, no, of course not. Oh, I hate being this way. All I want to do is die or change. <laughs> we got to testify against the crooked cops too. Oh God, no, I can't. Uh, they're even worse oh, than that Todd. Seems a bit. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking. I'm not really asking, Anthony. <laughs> God bless yeah. Mr. Mullins. I love him. He's so good. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this is just it's full of Dougie repeating things that sound like <laughs> right, scathing. sound like threats. Yeah, yeah. At one point, Anthony's like, "Oh, thank you, Dougie." He just goes, 
Thank Dougie. Thank Dougie. Dougie, of course, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. What a, what a turnaround. What a, from... what a way to cap off that plot line. Yeah, and Anthony does say, like, oh, Dougie saved my life. Yeah. And, like, which just fully goes into, yeah, like, that. anyone who was touched by Dougie has their life changed for the better. Right. Uh, he just makes the world around him a better place. In the arms of a Dougie. <laughs> Uh, back in Twin Peaks that night, um, Shelly's already gone home. We missed her hanging out with Becky, but Bobby's here and he's like, oh, oh, Shelly here? No. Oh, okay. I'll just eat dinner alone then. That's fine. But then Norma and a fella by the name of Big Edward. There he is. Call him <laughs> the big man himself. <laughs> he's here. There he is. Ah, oh, finally. Look at him wearing the oldest man clothes imaginable. <laughs> he, he is still... He did not go gray as soon as Bobby. That's true, yeah, yeah. I think it's died, but it's... Right. He's also got, like, an undercut. Yeah, yeah. he's got a whole look going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in a way that makes it seem like it's just, like, an old man haircut and not fashy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby's like, oh, I, I don't want to disturb the two of you. I, I can just eat by the booth of the diner. It's fine. He's like... Bobby, get your ass over here and sit down. It's no good eating dinner alone. Ah, oh, the, the dulcet tones. They're back in my life. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah. And yeah, Bobby, we brought it up before. Bobby mentions, oh yeah, I know. Some, some interesting stuff's been going on at the Sheriff's Department. Today, we found some old stuff of my dad's. Yeah, no, you didn't. Shut the that fuck up. That was like up. a week ago, Bobby. Every fucking that episode, also they're like, well, means- two days from now, we're going to the mountain. That also means that the scene where the lady was pissed off about the traffic had to have happened today. That I, There's no way. It just doesn't I feel like that has to be true. No, because he came in asking where Shelly was and Shelly was there for that scene. I'm not saying it makes sense. I think time that is the timeline presented. Yeah. yeah. Or this is like, if you're trying to make it make sense, I guess you could say this is just out of order and this just happened a couple yeah. days earlier and we're only seeing it now for whatever reason. It's weird. Yeah. Um, or just, Hey, who fucking cares about continuity? <laughs> whatever. Yeah. We're watching twin peaks, man. Yeah. We got to hold back on the big end until late. So you get excited when you see him. Uh, but, but then I'm, this fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, this fucking, listen, because, this is, this is not a, the guy. Listen, we have seen Nadine multiple times by herself in every scene, getting horny over some other guy. Yeah. Now, the first time we see Ed, he's sitting with Norma. Ooh, sure seems like they finally got together. Oh, I'm, I'm cheering. I'm clapping. But then this other fucking guy comes in and Norma has to excuse herself to go sit with him because this is her boyfriend slash business partner. Oh, uh, I hate this fucking dude. He's such so a fucking bad. And it's just also just immediately like, you're fucking telling me they're still doing the fucking will they, won't they shit 25 years later? I, my heart can't handle it. I can't do it. I feel, like the, I feel like it needs, that they need to be cheating, otherwise it ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck do you mean you never figured this out? What? Ugh! Maybe it's just not right. And Norma, why do you keep finding shitty assholes to date? Yeah, come on, Norma. Uh, like Maybe she needs a crime man. Yeah, yeah. This is not, uh, You had a perfectly good crime man. This guy's no Hank, though. 
This guy has no way. He's, he's like a boring... Yeah, like, I don't, we don't even know for sure he's a crime man. And if he is, it's boring white-collar crime. Uh, At least Hank will kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're here to discuss uh, the Double R Diner. Because, yeah, as we've noted, they've kind of expanded a bit. And we learned they actually have multiple locations throughout the state now. Please, Nora's a Double R Diner. Right, yeah, yeah. It's part of the branding. Right. Norma's Double R. Um... And, you know, business is actually doing really excellent. They're, uh, you know, hitting all their targets. But weirdly, for some reason, this original double R is the one that's lagging behind. And we're not really too sure why. No, we are sure why, Luke. Well, that's true, It's we the are. fucking pie. Uh, it's because Norma makes her pies with too much goddamn love in them. Her ingredients are too expensive because she uses local, organic, you know, huckleberries or whatever. And all those other places, they're using fake shit, and they overcharge for it. You know, I've heard uh, other places, the pies, they say they're not as good. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't I don't know about all that. Well, Norm- Listen, as per your agree- our agreement, they're using your recipe. But as per our agreement, they're also uh, using discretion with where they source the ingredients. She's like, no, no, oh, that doesn't work. No, 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 no. That you ain't right. Uh, da, da, da. And they kind of lock horns a little bit over this, because uh, he's just wanting to make a bunch of changes to just make the double R more profitable. Without, you know, if we can just make some tweaks to make this place... M- Nora's double R! Why don't we change the name to Norma's double R? Norma's just like, well, because this place existed before I owned it, and everyone just knows it as the double R, and I would look like an asshole if I changed the name. Yeah. But it'll get you more money, and she's like, I don't but, know about but that. But the branding! The branding, Norma! But listen, no, we, we shouldn't get bogged down in this argument. This is good news. This is good news. Anyway, we on for dinner later? And she's just like, yeah. Yeah, we are, Walter. And, and the entire time, like, uh, Ed keeps on, like, looking at her and then, like, just, like, and she keeps on, like, like, locking eyes. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> going to die. Yeah, when they first move, Bobby, like, turns to Ed and is like, Listen, Ed, really, I, I can I can get out of here. I don't want to, like, cramp your shadows. Like, oh, no, Junior, don't you worry. Nothing's happening. I'm like, Ed, why isn't anything happening? Damn. Well, I just thought they were, like, you know, they're older couple. They're not doing anything. They're right. just having dinner. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Bobby's like, you know, it's an old friend. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> damn you. Ugh. It's such a gut punch. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. God anyway, damn you, Nadine David has Lynch. good things happening instead. Yeah. So, um, sorry, what'd you say? I said now Nadine has something good going. Instead, right, Nadine's so. thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this is the only time that uh, Doctor Jacoby may have been a little frightened. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is just driving around town and he sees Run Silent, Run Drapes, Nadine's drape shop. And Incredible more importantly, stuff. the golden shovel in the display. And he like just like fucking slams on the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> Backs up to jump out of the car and just start mashing the doorbell. And then as soon as Nadine sees who's at her door, she freaks out. Yeah. My God. Can I call you Dr. Amp? Well, that's my name. <laughs> Dr. Amp, this window display is my tribute to you. I am your strongest, most loyal foot soldier. Oh. And, like, at that point, I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You and I would, but I think Dr. Jacoby's like, Oh, great, this cult's coming along fantastically. Yeah. <laughs> kind 
of, but also it seems like he's like, oh, uh, don't know about all that. I'm just trying to sell some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he gets into like, you know, the last time I saw you it was it was seven years ago at the supermarket. You'd uh, you, you dropped a potato on the floor and we're we're picking it up. And I I think I'm trying to say I was scoping out your ass, but I don't want to say that, Nadine. <laughs> and she's like, what, what, "Where was I?" Yeah. <laughs> like, why why did you see me picking up a potato? <laughs> sure, I I dropped a potato once. Sure. Suppose that was seven years that ago. Did oh, right, seven years ago. That potato, of course. Yeah, that potato. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. remember for sure. You know, I'm glad Nadine's out here living her best life. Somebody's got to. Good for her, I guess. Because uh, Ed ain't, Norma ain't, and uh, Sarah Palmer sure ain't. No. <laughs> well, she's been dead. Or, no, I'm sorry. Wrong Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just another. Speaking th- of Sarah Palmer. Yeah. It's another scene <laughs> of Sarah just sitting on her couch at home. Uh. She's just got ashtrays full of cigarette butts. This is another part where, like, the timeline of this episode is weird because she's already, like, going... Either she's drinking way too fucking much or, like, this is before she went grocery shopping. And wow, I, I would like no. to guess which one is happening. I, yeah. Honestly, I think the point is who fucking cares. It's the same thing either yeah, way. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. either she's drunk all this in a day or, like, she's in such just a fucking loop that, yeah, you. there's no way to tell. Well, uh, she is literally fact, in a loop. Yeah, yeah. she's also she's literally in a, in a loop with the TV. Uh, because there's uh, about, like, a ten-second, like, clip of a boxing match that just keeps looping, and she does not seem I, to notice I it there. thought that I was losing my mind for a second. Yeah, because at first it's just background noise, and, like, you don't really pay attention to it. But every now well, and then you get, like, a vroom, like an electrical sound, and the yeah. clip starts over. And I had the subtitles on that were like oh, sure. yeah, yeah. just repeating the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it, it is you know more violence. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, you know that she is watching, and it may, it just made me wonder. I wonder if uh, you know Sarah Palmer would like uh, death matches. <laughs> Pro- uh, yeah. For I mean, sure. yeah, sure, probably. Why wouldn't she? Watch some FMW, yeah. some exploding ring. Anything that can dull the pain inside of her, I think. And yeah, it's just um, yep. it's just her sitting here drinking, watching this same 10-second clip of a boxing match over and over. Ugh, Sarah. Sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, he's holding on to the ropes. Hold on to the ropes. <laughs> he finally goes down. Now it's a boxing match again. Yeah. Uh, who else is not having a great time is Audrey. This is so fucked up. This is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I'll kill Charlie. Audrey has, like, fully lost all of her, like, all the fire she had last episode. She's having, like, a panic attack now. Yeah. And uh, she's just kind of standing around panicking, holding her coat, and saying that she doesn't feel like she's herself. Did, they've moved out into, like, the living room from Charlie's office. Yeah, and Charlie's like... Oh yeah, like, you know, I'm always me. <laughs> nope, I always feel like myself. And it ain't always the best feeling. Uh, it's just like, fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Audrey gets angry enough again just to now and then throw out a fuck you to Charlie. <laughs> but yeah, she's clearly not doing okay. She's like, I, I, no. I, I don't know who I am, but I'm not me. And Charlie's just giving her nothing. She's like, this is existentialism 101. And, he's such a dick. Yeah, he's a, uh, and he gets worse. Like, uh, uh, 
because yeah, he like Audrey saying like I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I, I don't know what's going on. And Charlie, they've kind of like flipped positions now because now Charlie's saying, "What you're supposed to do is get in the car with me, and I'll take you to the roadhouse to look for Billy." Well, at first she's like, "Where's the roadhouse? I don't even know." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh come on, Audrey, you've been there thousands of times. You know where it is." Yeah. If I didn't know better, I'd swear you were on drugs. And he's, yeah, he's doing the same, like, put-upon husband shtick, but now that she's kind of having a breakdown, it is, it's got a different dimension to it already. Like, evil, it's gone evil from man. him, like, trying to kind of, yep. like, kind of milk-toastly defend himself to now he's, like, dismissing here, having, like, a crisis. And then he just takes a real hard swerve and just says, uh, now... Uh, what's his line like? Now are we gonna go, or do I have to end your story too? What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, just suddenly threatening her? Yeah, it's like it's, it's Jesus. The, the energy on this is so weird. And then, like, also really recontextualizes the thing from last episode where he's like yeah. refusing to sign the divorce papers that she's given him. Yeah, and also like not giving her the information he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it is. The evil man. The like power dynamic has completely flipped on its head from the last episode. And it's yes. really unsettling. And yeah, he just keeps saying, like, you're the one that wanted to go to the roadhouse. What, you don't want to go anymore? She's like, I, I don't know. I, I want to stay in. I want to go. I don't even know anymore. And like, yeah. you get the impression that she's like this because he's talked her in circles so long that like yeah. she's lost that track she of like, even... what's even going on anymore. Yeah. Bad shit. Rancid stuff. This guy's gotta die. Different kind of shithead than we've gotten on Twin Peaks before. Different kind of abusive husband. Yeah. Yeah. Evil man. Yeah. And yeah, she anyway, just off to the roadhouse. breaks down sobbing. But yeah, it's a shame yeah. she's not getting to the roadhouse because they're having their greatest musical act yet. <laughs> the Jesus. roadhouse is proud to present James Hurley. The James Hurley. <laughs> James is up on stage with his guitar, and he is singing the same song from the original show. He only has I, one song. I, uh... <laughs> and it's just the same recording, and something tells it's, me this guy... They're just playing it. If this guy even could hit those notes back in the 90s, I don't think he can hit them now. Oh, he's not doing it today, absolutely. <laughs> I've, no, I've seen no. him actually play this song live, and yeah, no, gets nowhere close to those notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would seek out a live version of the song. Uh, it does yeah, sound uh, like you. He had uh, Sherilyn Fenn and uh, Maginamic doing the backup vocals. It was good. That's cute. Yeah. There's uh, like a uh, con or something, I don't know, it was fun. Um, but that woman that he was, like, making goo-goo eyes at back in, like, episode two is sitting at a booth. She's just sobbing because she's so horny. <laughs> she is so deeply touched by this dumb <laughs> fucking song that she's just, like, sobbing in the bar. As yeah. everyone's, like, slow dancing to it. <sighs> James Hurley on the same level as the Nine Inch Absolutely, Dance. yeah. You put those two <laughs> guys right. in the same set list, no question. Quite frankly, James got a bigger reaction than the Nine Inch Nails did. <laughs> He's gotten I do, the biggest reaction in this thing so far. I do like this song better than the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I, I guess I do. I don't know. It's not by much. Just you and I. 
together. We'll go. Well, at least I think this one is funny. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the whole bit with the roadhouse having the musical axe is worth it for this. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, man, like James, like showed up in the first episode and then never again. Yeah, they definitely got him, because, like, to show up. Surely it wasn't for that one scene where he had no dialogue. Yeah, I guess he still has no dialogue. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Well, yeah, he still hasn't spoken a word, yeah. despite what you might think you're hearing here. Right, right. Yeah, this this is a uh, no, no Valencia real situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I was asking Pris, this is the, this is the end of the episode, the, the last part is, um, uh, Big Ed eating alone in, at Big Ed's gas farm. Yeah, the credits just go over him just sadly eating alone at the gas farm. Oh! And then he burned something, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, he just burned, like, he sets, like, a salt packet on fire with some matches. Okay, yeah. I feel like he said, I thought it was, like, a note from Norma or something, because that would be the saddest Oh, I thought he was just bored and was just, like, grabbing, like, a... No, yeah, I I thought it was, like, something somewhat important. Maybe, maybe. I, yeah, who knows. I guess, yeah, I can see it looks like a little folded up piece of paper. I see what you're saying. Okay. Either way, yeah, he's just... (sighs) Burning it. Yeah. Like that midnight oil. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was asking Chris, where the fuck is Annie? Yeah, uh-huh. Really weird to not mention her for 13 episodes, given that she did not somehow die. Right, that the show ended with, how's Annie? Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. We've, I've been asking for years. Right. Yeah, I mean, if she's going to show up, she's running out of time. Yeah. I, mean, I think I saw a thing that she's going to show up at some point, but... Uh, you know, I don't know what they held, or where. They held that back yep. this long, so who can say? Oh, big head. Big head. I missed you. Well, he couldn't find him. <laughs> That's right. There's that every game actor's name. But yeah, Everett McGill. There was that Everett McGill. David Lynch tweet from when the show was going into production. Like, does anyone know how to find Everett McGill? <laughs> <laughs> Please. And you know, I guess it took till episode 13 to track him down. <laughs> We've already recorded 13 of them. I need this. <laughs> That reminds me of, like, some of the early, like, Evangelion dubs. They'd just be like, yeah, we just don't know who, the, like, where this actor is at all. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Like, yeah, the guy who played Gendo in the original dub, he just has, like, disappeared and no one knows where he is. Huh. Weird. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that's episode 13 of Twin Peaks. Pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking pretty good. good. Uh, the show rules. Killing me, we gotta wait, like, two weeks to talk about it again. Yeah. Uh, do you want some questions? Yeah. Uh, I said, uh, Dougie Ford's assassination plot and Mr. Seed does some hostile takeovers. Ask us about arm wrestling, poisoning, and franchising mom and pop shops. Uh, from at Juneberry Cake, you are given the t- three hundred million that you are owed. What gifts do you give back to celebrate a wrong made right? Hmm. I'm buying everybody everything. You kidding me? Sure. Yeah, like a car. A car does seem like you know. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The the go to on that. The, With thirty million dollars, I am buying multiple homes. I would say thirty million dollars is a shit ton of money that they didn't really make a dent in. But I do feel like the Mission Brothers are going to spend all of it on Dougie and uh, Bushnell. It does seem like that's the way it's going. <laughs> it's not, but it's very fun. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Next episode, they're gonna buy Dougie a new house. He's got a he's got a nice red door. You can't just do that. That's they true. just they already set up the gym. Yeah, they did just set up the gym set. That's true. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, I would just give people like really good gaming PCs. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm now just looking at the Twin Peaks Reddit for speculation at the time of what Ed burned. Total shot in the dark, but he's uh, a bookhouse boy slash unofficial deputy in the original run. So I think it's probably info Bobby gave him about Major Briggs' drawings. Yeah, sure, man. For sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Learn how to watch TV. Jesus. Uh, from at Fox Mom Nia, uh, what's the silliest competition you've ever taken part in? Oh, God. Uh, I saw this question earlier, but uh, fake Big Brother competition my family put on. It sucked. Oh, you said fake uh, oh, competition. You fake said com- Big Brother, the TV show. I thought you said dumbest conversation you've ever been in. I'm like, do you know oh, me? No, no, that would also be pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Silliest competition. Competition. Let me think. Um, uh, I did the thing where people put their hand on the top of a hot car. Oh, <laughs> Did, oh, and see who can last the longest. Did you win the car? Yeah, which is you. Well, no, we didn't do that oh. because it was just uh, my parents' car, oh. and so it's just to see who could do it the longest. Sure, naturally. Yeah, we were you know young teen Kids boys. Kids invent jackass every day. Yeah, we also watched a lot of jackass, and I I don't know want to shock you, but we may have done some things at home that we were not supposed oh to. Gosh. I can't believe it. That me, none of me and my dumb buddy should have done. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I always am sad when, that they got rid of that as their uh, warning intro. Uh, just the phrase. So no, uh, none of you and your dumb buddy should attempt this. <laughs> <laughs> you got something for serious competition, competition, Luke? I'm trying to think. I, along similar lines, we had the opposite of like. Stick your arm in this like cooler full of ice to see who lasts the longest. Um, I'm sure I've had something, but now nah, I'm not really coming up with anything good. Uh, from at Smoothie Tootie, you and Mister C are on a heist. What are you wearing? Assume it will get covered in dirt, blood, or both. I think it's you know what Mister C wears a lot, but it's a uh, black jacket. You know, leather jacket and uh, white button up. I feel like heists have a pretty set dress code. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be wearing something dark. Got to be able to move in it. Yeah. I. But the. Yeah. I I know that the filmmaker wants the dirt and blood to show up, so I'm wearing the right. <laughs> right. The white button-up underneath. See, of course, of course. I was thinking, because he... Like, everyone that works for Mr. C is just a dirtbag, so I'm just thinking classic, like... Uh, That's true. Like, tank top jeans. Well, if you get some, like, bowling mm. shirts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's got a raise vibe. Yeah, he's got that Yeah, going on. yeah. One, once again, Luke Harper would have killed it in this... Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, he really would have. This group. Uh... From at October Violets, uh, almost anything can be poisoned if you eat too much of it. Salt, vitamins, water. Sure. What would be the most humiliating thing to accidentally poison yourself with? Soda, probably. I, mean, I feel like, Yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's water's either, up there. Yeah, water's really high up there. Water and, like, diet soda. Yeah. Those are the things. Yeah. 
Unless you're, like, you know, drowning or something and water poisoning somehow just gets you first. Well, that's not... I don't think that could happen. You know, if you're, like, swimming... I'm not to you. But, like, you're getting too much... I guess at that point the salt's gonna get you before the water does. Yeah, it's gonna get yeah, you long before yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay, that's the one possibility where... <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh, d- I died of water poisoning? God damn it. Of water poisoning? Fuck, uh, man. Whack. <laughs> My head, I'm like... Oh, but now I feel mean to the victims of water poisoning. I I think they're gonna I, be I'm okay. Sure except they're live. not because they're dead. <laughs> and they cannot. Do, they're not gonna come back for you. Look at how many people die of water poisoning each year. That one lady for the week. Right, that's best. the one I know of. That's the only one I know of. Uh, well, okay, that's a different question. World Health Organization. <laughs> I typed how many people die of water poisoning each year into Google, and the top result is some 829,000 people are estimated to die each year from diarrhea as a result of unsafe drinking water. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's point not that's the poisoning question in at all. the water. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, that's it for questions. Great. Uh, oh, Alright, Luke, we're gonna find... Oh, real yep. quick, something I... People will be like, oh, why didn't you bring it up if I don't bring it up? Uh, in the Big Ed scene at the very end... There is a shot over his shoulder when the credits start rolling. And if you look really close, you can very faintly see his reflection in the window. Uh, It's really hard to see. But if you do see it, it's not synced up with him. It's not actually acting like a reflection. What what, what could it mean? Uh, nothing. It, is it perhaps yet another sign that time itself is breaking down, like we saw with Sarah Palmer and the asynchronous scenes, or does it mean that it's just an extremely subtle effect that they didn't worry about syncing up perfectly with uh, the actor? Who can say? Yeah, I think it was that. Mm. I think it was that one, and also the Sarah Palmer one is very clearly very deliberate, and also she we know she has a ghost in her house. Right, like, doing the... Because Hawk wanted to bust it. Doing, like, the weird broken time loop thing with Sarah very explicitly, and then doing one with Ed so subtle that 99% of people miss it, doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. If this scene happened earlier, maybe. But, like, no. I'm, like, looking. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, that like, That is a, so faint. It's so faint. And it's, yeah, that. It's good. Cool. They just a different take of the, of the shot. We're just like, oh, he's eating soup instead of sitting there right now. Yeah, this looks more like. Uh, a mis- like a quote unquote like mistake that they yeah uh, didn't really worry about because most people won't notice right. <laughs> yeah especially with it being during the credits yeah. yeah I remember that because as I was looking at that Reddit thread someone was like no I think he was just bored and burning something I don't think it was really important and then they got a reply I thought the same thing until I saw that reflection Lord. Okay. <laughs> Why would that leak to Briggs, though? That's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Well, because he was talking to Bobby, so Bobby probably wrote something down for him, and now he's burning the note because he's read it now. Why would he... And, and the, the smoke from that up. is causing the time distortion. He can't afford someone else to see it. And then someone else is jumping <sighs> in. Well, wait, wait, maybe he's burning it to test whether it'll show up in the reflection because he notices his reflection is out of sync. I don't think, I think he's just eating dinner. I think they just didn't worry about getting it 100% in sync, y'all. Yeah, I think it's I think he's just a sample of the old man. 
Yeah, who, after early on saying, oh, no one should eat dinner alone. Is eating is dinner eating alone. dinner alone. Right. Yeah, I, David Lynch is not trying to trick you. I promise. Or is he? <laughs> or is he? No. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, not, Shut up. Not a single one of the stupid numbers is in this scene, so nothing weird's happening. That's my take. There'd be a fucking 253 somewhere in here if we were supposed to be like, wait a second, we gotta look this one over more. Sure. Yeah. Luke Orgon, uh, Joe on the internet. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG campaign podcast of two campaigns. I, I was doing so good. <laughs> You had it. You're still going. An actual play RPG podcast consisting of two different campaigns, both of which I GM. Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska. Molly's on Idol on Ska. It's good. I'm on Ska. Disco's also good. They're both good. It's a good show. When you hear this episode, Ska 2 will be on Patreon. You can go listen to it by giving me a dollar. Yeah. You should should pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. Uh, Also, when you're listening to this, uh, we're going to be starting Extra Life this weekend. Uh, I'm probably going to do some, like, pre-stream stuff on Thursday night before we, like, kick it off properly. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing, like, I'm going to stream all night long Friday night. Come hang out and donate some money to children's hospitals and stuff. It's always a fun yeah. time. Yeah. Do it. Uh, and you just look at the audio entry Twitter for info on that. Yeah, it'll be there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be on vacation, so I will not be on that. Yeah. Uh, Ashley. You can find me at yourlabrantha underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking Give money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Now. Molly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. I need mayo.com, the segment game.club. Uh, when you hear this episode, yeah, the Dead Space episode of Journal should be up, so that should be fun. Um, we're going to record that one in person because I will be at Nora's place. So, yeah, exciting times. Nice. Um, and yeah, n- next uh, week is the one that we're missing, yes. right? Yeah. Well, we're not. Re- okay. There will be an. Ev- <laughs> yes. Sorry. I'm confusing myself because of the way we're doing this. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep, because right. of the week ahead. Uh, yes. No episode going up on November 9th. It's, there will be no episode that week. Uh, we should be back the week after that. Yeah. Uh, you can go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right hand corner, give us a little money money for the hosting for the website. Appreciate that if you could. Uh, you can go to uh, everywhere you can leave us a review and leave us a really nice review and only tell us uh, tell people good things about us. I agree. I love when people say good things about us. Me too. Yeah, yeah, it's the best thing you can do. Uh, and it's the highest duty is... the Lord calls you to. It's true. It's to rate and review podcasts. Yep. Uh, and Luke, what is happening in the next episodes or anything to, to keep an eye out for? Oh, I should give a scan for that. And in the meantime, that gives me a good excuse to, I don't know, another thing people will be like, oh, I need to talk about how Audrey said it feels like Ghostwood. What could that mean? Oh, yeah, it does feel like Ghostwood. It does feel like Ghostwood in here. Which I just I take just... to mean this feels like the same endless, like, circuitous plot of the Ghostwood thing from the old show. Except I'm trapped in it alone now. And it sucks. I I also just assume that, like, well, because I guess they didn't build it. I guess they were trying to stop Ghostwood at the end there. Yeah, I, I, I guess we never know if it so, ever actually finished. 
Yeah, so if well, it did get like, finished, it could be fucked up. Also, Ghostwood is, like, built near the Black Lodge. Fuck. Right. Also, Ghostwood is just the name of the forest around Twin Peaks, so she could just be saying, I feel oh, like I'm right? lost okay. in the woods yeah. in here. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, Twin Peaks Part 14. I feel so bad for Audrey. I, I really had a lot yeah. of faith in myself to be able to type the words Twin Peaks Part 14 while talking at the same time. Uh, How'd that go? It didn't go well, but anyway, I'm looking at it now. Some body horror, some... Like, it, I don't think anything new awful. Uh, okay. But it, 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 I think we're going to see some things we have already seen before that were, you know, weird and creepy the first time. All right. Uh, ooh, okay, yeah. Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. Okay, yeah. This is a good Don, TV show. Don, <laughs> Don Davis's head is going to go by again and say blue rose. <laughs> He's like, damn, Coop, you just missed the other two who were just talking to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast. <laughs>